This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon from Digital Nomad Quest. And this is Sean with Everything REI. And today we're gonna go over our real estate journey and how we've purchased 15 units combined. Now, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. I'm all about teaching y'all how to build passive income, become financially free, and design your best lives. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell button to be notified of my latest videos. And make sure to subscribe to Sean's channel where he talks all about real estate investing. So basically in this episode, we're gonna go year by year and talk about all the different units we've picked up. So I guess I'll start because I purchased my first rental property at 22. So I purchased mine in 2013 and I bought it in Antioch, California, basically an hour away from me. And the details are not that exciting. Basically my parents worked with an agent and found this deal. They asked me if I wanted to buy a rental property and I was like, sure. I was excited about it because in 2012, I was always interested in real estate. I would look out of state all the time on Redfin and different sites like that and I was excited to pick up my first property, but I had recently graduated from college, so I didn't have two years of job income proof at the time. So what I did was me and my brother actually put both of our names on the property and we split the down payment as well as the repair costs. But afterwards, I ended up paying him back in full gradually and I put my name solely on that property. So he was just doing me a favor as a great brother. <laughs> this property was purchased at $240,000 and it's appreciated over double and has cash flowed me a lot. So I'm very happy with this property purchase. And then in 2014, I started going to meetups and studying more in real estate because I was always interested in real estate investing. I wanted to pick up more rental units. But what happened was I switched over to online businesses and then I ended up becoming a digital nomad and traveling for two years years from 2016 to 2018. But before that, Sean had already purchased properties. So maybe we can talk about that and go to you. So in 2015, do you want to talk a little bit more about your real estate journey? Sure. So in 2015, I was actually in Los Angeles working at a defense contracting company. And my mom was actually going to move from our home here to move to Taiwan. And originally the plan was to sell the home. But as a you know, young investor, I wanted to actually buy the property for my mom to keep it within the family. And the plan was to buy the property, renovate it a little bit, and then rent it out to a long-term tenant. Well, as luck would have it, my company actually moved me up from Southern California back to NorCal. So we pretty much halted that process of leasing it out, and then I moved in myself. But during that time, I had many empty rooms in the home, and I didn't have a lot of friends up in NorCal at the time. So I actually house-hacked this home and allowed some of my friends who were displaced to also live with me and pay me rent. So that way I was able to greatly reduce my cost of living expenses and then I could save more money to then invest more properties. So real quick for the viewers, what is house hacking? So house hacking is when you have extra rooms in your home and you just rent them out to friends, family, or strangers on Craigslist. And by doing it that way, your tenants slash roommates helps you pay for your mortgage and utilities and greatly lowers your cost of living expenses. So that's really cool that you're able to do that because you basically helped your mom retire and live in Taiwan currently, right? And now you get this primary residence, you didn't have to give it up. So I think that's really awesome. And then moving on in 2016, you started purchasing rental properties, right? So why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so after I got this property and after reading a lot of books and going on a lot of online forums, I got really interested in the concept of real estate investing. I've always wanted to become financially free and I've tried many different businesses, but real estate investing as a concept really stuck out to me because you get to buy a property that can cash flow on day one, the rents 
increase over time with appreciation. The property appreciates itself and your mortgage gets paid down by your tenants. Sounds like a win-win-win situation all the way around. And I read online that one of the best ways to get into real estate investing is to expand your network by going to meetup groups. So I actually attended all the local meetup groups in our area and I would show up every single week or every single month. But the thing is when you're brand new and you don't actually have any investments, it's pretty discouraging to go to these meetup events because you would go to an event, you say hi, you be friendly, and you try to start a conversation. But then when they say, oh, what kind of investing do you do? And you say, I'm not investing yet, I'm just an aspiring investor. Then they're gonna be nice and say, oh, that's cool. But then they're quickly gonna go away and talk to somebody else. So after a year of doing that, you know, I got pretty sick of it and actually tried to volunteer to get some more face time with investors because that way they're forced to look at me while I sign their names in. But yeah, after a year of that, I got pretty sick of myself and decided to just finally pull the trigger and buy my first out-of-state rental property. And the reason why I bought a property out-of-state was because the price to rent ratios were better out-of-state and the risk was relatively low. For $100,000, the amount of money that you put in is only around $20,000 or so for the down payment. So it didn't seem like a big risk to me at the time. So after deciding my target market, after building up my boots on the ground team, we finally found a property that was listed on the MLS for around $100,000 and we were able to negotiate it down to just $77,000 because the property was actually being occupied by tenants at the time. So we knew that this property would not be able to be sold to a regular home buyer because tenants are inside. It would have to be another investor like myself. And so we offered them like a cash offer to close quickly and acceptable price for them. So we're up to three units now. So maybe you can tell us more about your next property purchase. Sure. So the funny thing is once you buy a property, you're gonna feel the bug. You're gonna wanna buy another property as soon as you can. I was lucky enough to have built up a strong network that someone in my network told me about an auction property that I could get for just $40,000. That shocked me because I've never heard of a property that cheap before. And I always like to tell people, when you're buying real estate deals, they don't all have to be home runs. Your first few can be base hits as long as it gets you in the game. But then once you're in it, you can start targeting these home runs. And this one was definitely one of those home runs. We bought for $40,000, we bought it kind of blind, so it was a little bit risky. But luckily when we got inside, the property condition was still pretty good. We only spent 15,000 or so to fix it up. And then it's been rented very well ever since. Awesome. And now we are at four units and we're at 2016. So your next purchase was in 2017, right? Mm -hmm. Let's hear more about the fourplex you're able to get. Yeah. So after buying those two single family homes and seeing how well they performed, I got inspired to buy more properties. But then I thought, man, for every single family property you own, you have three pieces of paper that you have to worry about every single year. You have your mortgage, you have your property taxes, and you have your insurance. And that's a lot of mental headache that you have to deal with. And imagine if you scaled that to 30 plus units, then that's 90 pieces of paper that you have to worry about. So instead of working really hard to find four really good single family homes, I could just work hard to find one really good fourplex. So there's more scalability in the multifamily side and I wanted to try it out. So I asked my agent and my property managers to let me know if they ever heard of any good fourplex deals. And it took a couple of months, but we finally found one. This one was for $250,000 in a really good location in Jacksonville. And at the time, each unit was renting for $650, but we knew that we could boost the rents up a little bit once the current tenants moved out. And the beauty with this fourplex is that the water meters were actually separately metered, which meant that I didn't have to pay for their water utility bill as a landlord. And that saved me a lot of money over time as well. 
Cool, so now we are at eight units and let's go back to my journey. Basically, I was still digital nomading and I had just come back in 2018, March of 2018. At the time, I was feeling kind of unfulfilled because I was just working towards building more and more passive income through online businesses. And I realized I needed more purpose. I needed to learn more skills. I wanted to build an impactful brand. There are a lot of things I wanted to do, which made me come back to the Bay Area. I ended up taking a job as a marketing manager at a startup. I'm still working at that startup because I really like what we do. The beauty of having multiple passive income streams is that you can choose something that really resonates with you. And another reason why I wanted to get back into working was that I wanted to start doing more real estate investing again. And I knew that with lenders, it's a lot easier to get more properties if you show you have two years of job income proof. So at the time I started going back to more meetups, more studying with books, podcasts, and stuff like that. I knew I wanted to invest out of state because California is pretty expensive. I didn't want to buy in Antioch again because I knew that it's appreciated a lot in value. So I wanted to look at cheaper markets. Then in 2019, I met Sean and it was really cool that he had that real estate investing experience. We started dating and it was great. <laughs> By the end of 2019, we actually started talking more about real estate investing again. And he knew that I was all about out-of-state investing. So we started researching different target markets. We had a bunch of cities we were looking at. So we did the work in researching, kind of analyzing a bunch of deals, calling the right people like agents, property managers, and people like that to build our boots on the ground team. And in March of 2020, I actually purchased my first fourplex out of state. So I purchased this at $175,000 in Texas and repair costs were maybe around $6,000, but it's been cash flowing really well currently and it's appreciated in value. So I'm very happy with that purchase. And that fourplex purchase brought us up to 12 units and just like Sean said, you get kind of more impatient about getting more properties because you have figured out the blueprint of how to buy these properties. You just want to get more and more because it starts cash flowing really well. These properties are appreciating value. It's really cool to see. So I looked on bigger pockets and I found this deal in that target market for $25,000. I contacted the wholesaler and was actually able to negotiate down to $23,000 and I purchased it all cash. I paid another thirty-three dollars to $34,000 in renovation costs, all cash again. By repairing this property, I was able to increase the value of the property a good amount and it's been cash flowing really well. I was able to increase the rents a lot just from those renovations. I was very happy with this purchase because looking at the before and after pictures is really nice to be able to see how much of an improvement I was able to make on this property. And after that purchase, we brought us up to 13 units and we started looking in other markets. I had been calling other agents from different cities that started sending me deals. The impatience was kicking in and I called that agent again saying, hey, like, you know, I'm interested in getting more properties. If you have any in the under 100K range, like I'd like to look into them. And lo and behold, that agent actually was selling a property that he owned himself. And he was like, hey, like check this one out. And we negotiated basically down from 45K to $37,500. So I actually got this with a loan. I put in a 25% down payment. And the reason why I did that was the interest rates were pretty low at the time. So I was like, maybe you should do that. But then the closing costs ended up being pretty high, like close to $5,000. You know, I put in a down payment of a little under 10K, but then ended up paying that much in closing costs. So I don't know if it was a good idea, but I'm still okay with it because of the low interest rates. The good thing about this property was it was pretty turnkey because they already had existing tenants in it and the property management company in place. And I talked to that PM and she was like, yeah, this property is good for like another 
five years or so, you don't really need to touch it. I was like, okay, cool. And it's cash flowing really well. Recently, the PM even told me that the tenants paid an extra six months in advance. So I'm like, okay, this is really awesome. It's a great property. I'm happy with the purchase. So now we are on our 15th unit. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what we did for this one, how we found it and everything like that? Yeah. So and after your success with the 14th unit, again, we got antsy. We want to get another property. And we asked, he asked the same agent and we said, hey, do you have any inventory? We're looking for properties in this area. He actually sent us some listings. And when we tried to put an offer, they were already snagged up. And he told us the market's still pretty hot. And if you really want to find a good deal, then it should be off market. So lo and behold, he gave us a deal for $16,000. And we thought, oh my goodness, like this is you know, almost nothing to us. And that's like the down payment for your last property. So yeah, no brainer. It uh, seemed like it was still in a decent area compared to where you were at. The rents were pretty good at maybe 600, 650 per month. And yes, it did need a lot of work and it's currently going through the renovation process now. But at $15,000, it seemed like a no-brainer. So when we got the offer, we pulled the trigger on it. Actually, down the road, after we got the property inspected, the agent went back on our behalf and asked for another $1,000 discount. So it was super crazy. And obviously, he's a great agent and we're going to definitely work with him again in the future. And I do want to add that I found this agent through Bigger Pockets and you know he has worked with a lot of investors so he has that mindset of trying to make sure that as an investor it's a cash flowing property in a good area so the good thing is buying through him he can recommend different deals to us or not and a lot of times when we ask him should we purchase this one or this one he will let us know like no don't get this one or this one and he'll have the reasons because he has that investor mindset currently with this property as Sean mentioned, we are renovating it and the property management company said that we could probably get it to about 650 in rents per month, I believe. So we're very happy with that. It totally exceeds the 1% rule. We're gonna get great return for this property. So we hope to buy more rentals like this in the future. As you can see, by investing out of state, we're able to buy in a lot of cheaper markets we don't need to leverage too much money, so it's not as risky of a play. So that was basically our journey towards 15 rental units. We are planning to grow our portfolio a lot more in the future. We're gonna buy a lot more rental properties this year and in the future, we're hoping to 10X our portfolio. That way it'll cash flow a lot for us as well as appreciate a lot for us. So we've significantly grown our net worth by kind of creating this rental portfolio for us. If you guys are interested in out-of-state real estate investing, make sure to check out the Remote Rental Riches course that we've launched pretty recently. I'll put it in the link below, but basically it gives you a step-by-step -step guide on how to purchase your first out-of-state rental property and replicate that blueprint over and over again towards financial freedom. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one.